You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Welcome everyone to another edition of Everyday Attraction. This is your feel-good sister, Ray, and I have, back by popular demand, my feel-good sister, Debbie Ann DeRose. Welcome. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) So good to have you back on the show. There were a lot of people that wrote in and said, hey, bring that Debbie girl back. (laughs) And we sure appreciate that. It's really fun to to play with people who are also, you know, card carrying Abrahamsters. We welcome you all to the show, to the podcast, to the radio. We don't even know what this is. We just have a really good time. Hello to everyone listening on unity.fm or if you're picking us up on Stitcher or TuneIn or Spotify or all the places that this podcast is picked up. We're so glad that you're here today. So if you're if you're joining us for the first time, we have we have fun. We have a metaphysical conversation. We try to go deep but keep it light. How do you like that for an oxymoron? <laughs> go deep, keep it light. We like to have a good time talking about metaphysics, the teachings of Abraham specifically, but we like to kind of bring in all the channels that are inspiring us, all the teachers. Debbie Ann and I are both big fans of the turn of the century metaphysical teachers, those who were really forward in new thought. We love some of those those teachings, so we like to bring it in and, and really focus on a topic that we think we could use a little bit more info on, all this metaphysical fun stuff. And today we're going to talk about fear But I think we're going to talk about fear in kind of a different way than maybe you've heard it talk about before. Fear is, I think, really something interesting. And, you know, Abraham says pretty clearly, and again, we're talking about abraham-hicks.com, the channeling of Esther Hicks. Abraham says pretty clearly that if something isn't conscious, it's not a big player in your attraction vibration, right? Have you heard them talk about that? They're not really big in, in the sort of subconscious stuff. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of an untapped region for their teachings in some ways. Yeah, and I I don't really think that it's um it's contradictory to to what what we know about the subconscious mind. I think there's just some terminology that'll be interesting to unfold because I think what happens is that it's not necessarily subconscious in the teachings of Abraham, it's more unconscious. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's what I use because you know why? Sub means down. And it brings your vibration down when you think about, oh, I got to find out what my subconscious beliefs are. It brings you down. You don't want to go down in vibration. You want to go up and you want to bring light and clarity into it. So that's, that's consciousness, right? So if you say unconscious, it's just sort of like opening a door. It's not going down. Exactly. And it, it, it reminds us that we do still have control right? Because we still have the ability to work with our minds and work with our bodies. And, you know, I studied 
hypnosis and I've studied, you know, a lot of sort of the subconscious arts, if you will. And my translation here is that what we've done with some of these negative negative emotions is that we've normalized them into an unconscious state where we actually think something like fear is normal. Mm, That's a shame. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's kind of interesting that part of the practice, and I think the beauty of the Abraham work is that you allow your emotions to come up, you allow yourself to be really sensitive, more so than maybe in your past about how you feel. And and I think part of that awakening is you suddenly can realize and I know I've done it for myself. And I think I've been following, you know, these teachings for over a decade, if not more, I suddenly realized like, wow, I've got some fear going on. But here, here's how you know, that you've got an unconscious uh, negative vibe, what's showing up? Yeah, it's your feelings because the thoughts and beliefs trigger feelings. And that's how you work it backward. Yeah. I mean, you can't get too far away from this, right? Because they just say, don't worry. Uh, It'll show up in the physical and then you can manage it there. But I think fear is something that's really interesting. And and sometimes you can look around and see, well, am I attracted to fearful things? Are there fearful people Mm. in my life? And you can start to go, well, let me get a little sensitive. Let me dig a little, just a little and see if, if I haven't normalized or allowed fear to be something maybe I picked up along my childhood trail and just made it feel every day. And, um, and that's where I think this opportunity to, to have some techniques and ways that we can look at fear, whether you feel it overtly, or it's something like, wow, you know, why am I constantly dealing with scarcity issues? Like scarcity issues, uh, if you follow the thread, it'll lead you right to fear. Yep. So that's kind of an interesting way in. And, and another way to look at it is everything's either love or fear. It's kind of Course in miracles You know, it's like anything you're thinking about or a decision you're moving toward, are you moving towards love or towards fear? You can really break it down that way. It's so simple. I love that. So when we're not in our high vibration, we're not feeling good. Chances are we might be messing with some of those fear, worry. Worry is kind of a cousin uh, of fear, a doubt. They're kind of like, they kind of swim in the same pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's it's really fun to kind of look at those emotions and, and embrace them and allow them to come up. But here's what I know. And it's something that we had talked about on the last show is that fear has resistance in it. And oh, we yeah. want to be resistant free, right? High five. <laughs> Because resistance is futile, my friend. (laughs) It is futile. Just give it up. And um, it is so fun to go through life being resistant free. I mean, I can't do it 100% of the time. And I don't think you should try because we came here for some contrast. But boy, it sure is fun. Like we just had a situation a few minutes ago when I was trying to get ready to record the podcast where we couldn't find my son's mitt for the baseball. It's the little stuff. You know what I mean? It's not the Mm -hmm. big stuff. It's the little stuff that trips us. So couldn't find the mitt. And I just wanted to get so mad. You know, I wanted to just get like all into the responsibility and taking care of your stuff. And now I'm going to be late for the podcast. But then I remembered my pack. (laughs) And y'all have your packed. (laughs) We are resistant free. Yeah. And you know, another angle on it too, is that when you're coming from love and you're making your choices about love, you're in agreement with source. And when you're all about fear, you're coming from ego. And it's that gap between source and ego that makes you feel bad. That's what Abraham's always trying to remind us of. 
Exactly. So it's that is that's the futile part. You might as well be on the side of source energy and infinite intelligence because mm-hmm. anything else is just going to end badly for you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in truth, it's both. We're a mix because we can like we can be in our ego and and have fear. And at the same time, be a witness to it and observe it and kind of laugh at ourselves, you know, <laughs> and uh, have the source perspective. I think it's fun to notice that you're both, you know, we're complex critters. Yeah, agreed, agreed. But it was interesting when I had moved into a non-resistant state about the mitt, I got a download that we had left it in the back of my, my husband's uh-huh. car. I got, I got the download, uh-huh. right? And then I was like, okay, well, there it is. And, and I think that's the, the kind of the benefit of going resistant free and trying to release that sort of emotional trigger is that the information now can flow and you can get downloads from source and they know where the where the dang mid is, you know. Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't hear it when you're in the freaked out mood. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't work. But some of this fear that we've made un conscious, it normalized. Let's talk it normalized when it does. And again, for me, it's scarcity issues. So when I, when I start to feel scarcity around whether it be money or um, resources, I start to go, uh Oh, there's some, I've normalized some fear because it's not overt. And I have been using tapping and we talked about mm-hmm. it on the last show. I just have been really loving EFT, emotional freedom technique for anyone who isn't familiar, probably most of the Abrahamers are familiar with it. But I have just really enjoyed that process of resetting the vibration and resetting my body and allowing some of that to come up. And I think that's one strategy that how do, how do you manage when you when fear comes up or scarcity issues? What's kind of your, your first go to? I use EFT sometimes too, and you can do it anywhere. You can do it sort of covertly. You know, you don't have to do it full blown. You might be in a public place and think people might think you're nuts, you know, for tapping. <laughs> but uh, that works. I, usually I just allow it. I, I Like I said, I witness myself doing the temper tantrum and I go, okay, that's what I'm doing right now. And I just let it blow over. <laughs> I don't resist it because uh, just let it ride, let it go through. I love that. I think being a witness is so powerful when you can sort of watch the wave of the emotion and not be afraid because sometimes it feels like it, it's never going to end, but it does. It, it always ebbs and then flows. It ends quicker that way if you allow it. But if you go, oh, I shouldn't feel this way. Oh, I should stop. You know, if you try to force, you know, force positivity on yourself, I, I find that 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 backfires. So I'm just come to total self-acceptance, you know, of myself as a human. I'm like, it's okay for me to have temper tantrums and fear-based episodes. And they're, they're very rare these days, but I just allow it all. And that's what I do love about the tapping is that you're talking, you know, mm-hmm. usually the, the sort of sequence that you're going through is, and I love and completely accept myself. And yes. I thought that was really interesting is that part of our biggest fear is that we'll abandon ourselves. And and I think that's something to look at, where if you, you can talk to your body and work through your emotions and says, no matter what I did or said, I'm never going to abandon myself. I'm always going to love and accept myself. And that I think then really clears the decks and allows that sort of resistant free living where because source feels the same way. Source will never abandon us no matter what we've done or said or, you know, did it do. Yeah, that self-love or love in general, that's the magic sauce. And that's <laughs> that's why EFT is so great because you, you're confronting all this stuff in a very real way, keeping it real, <laughs> saying all the things that are negative, you know, and then you're, you're just saying, but I still love myself. And that's that's the remedy. 
love. And then what's cool is when you get into that love state, you get into the line state, a lot of stuff that you've been asking for just starts popping in. So if you've been asking for, you know, if you've been asking for financial support, or you've been asking for a relationship, or you've been asking, what happens when we start to clear those decks, and we clear the fear, we clear the emotional resistance, that low ebbing resistance, it's just amazing the stuff that pops in. Some Sometimes it's stuff like you forgot you even asked for like Christmases ago. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love it. It's like finding money in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, it's getting rid of the, it's not getting rid of the ego. You never get rid of it. It's with us when we're humans, but putting the ego in the back seat because it's the ego who's saying all those nasty things to you that are not self-loving. And that's what's causing all the trouble. So when you get back in alignment with source's viewpoint of you, which is that you're perfect and awesome and valuable and worthy, then everything's a match to you. It's it's so cool. And you can have fun on the way to having fun. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> that's the way I like to travel. No waiting. See, this is the no waiting religion philosophy, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's why you're a feel-good sister. Right? Let's just have it now. <laughs> I'll take that now. Um, so let's listen to a little bit of what our Abrahamsters and what our, our wonderful Esther Hicks has to channel through for us about letting go of fear. We'll stop and start this. This is actually a recent workshop in 2018, and we'd like to play a little bit of it, but we do encourage you to go to the abraham hicks.com website, just buy everything that they record and go on all their cruises because they're just amazing. So here we go. Letting go of fear. It's not the same as that. So you let go of it a little bit at a time, but you let go of it by focusing. You let go of it by focusing somewhere else. When you realize that Every subject is two subjects, and on one end of the stick, there's alignment with who you are, and on the other end, there isn't, and so it really is a matter of choosing. But law of attraction tends to hold you in the vicinity of where you are, but just now, you just relaxed and focused and flowed. Did anybody have vibrations moving up through them as it was going on? It was so resonant with source energy, and so our point is, you can't be there and in fear at the same time. So it really is a sort of choice. It's by being aware of what you're doing or thinking when fear is engulfing you or enveloping you and what you're thinking or doing when alignment is. Yes? Yes. It just seems that fear gets in the way. I think fear blocks is, is what's blocking me. So, so But here's the thing. Fear is an indication of blockage. It's not what's blocking Okay, I just have to have a, a aha moment there. Did we hear that? So fear is not the blockage. It's an indication of blockage. What do you make of that? Well, because our thoughts and beliefs trigger emotions. So the emotion is just the red flag to look at the belief underneath it. So it's the feeling because it has to come from a belief, you know, like I, here's a practical example right driving down the road and my fiance's driving i'm in the passenger side and i feel this tightness in my belly i feel fear because he's doing something a little weird and i didn't you know i felt unsafe for a moment so what's underneath that is there a belief i have to look at it like do i believe he's a good driver or not you know so the fear is the messenger it's not the problem it's telling me what my beliefs are that i want to do some spring cleaning on <laughs> I love that. I love that our emotions are barometers. They're not the problem. 
itself. So it's not about getting rid of fear, but understanding it and having compassion and understanding for it. And then I think my friend Janice always says that understanding is curative. Like when we have the understanding, it's like, oh, well, I'm fearful for my life. Well, that makes sense. Or I'm fearful of this situation because I feel like I've got, you know, pill over my face. Well, then I should be flailing about in fear. You have that compassion. But then the no, the notion now is now you got to choose. This is this is where the work comes in. This is where we got to decide, am I going to continue to entertain those thoughts or I'm going to choose different Right. So you're bringing the light of consciousness in and you're saying, well, I'm going to keep creating more fearful situations if I go with these fearful thoughts. Do I want to change these thoughts? And you know, where do they come from? You know, in my example, it might be like, oh, this reminds me of somebody else I used to know who was a bad driver, you know, <laughs> or it's like it, sometimes it's a recurring thing in your life. So you have to look at it and go, well, I only believe it out of habit. You know, we tend to go over the same thought patterns over and over again, but you can say, hey, the buck stops here. <laughs> I'm going to change my belief. I'm going to start inserting new ideas. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> you can. And and I think it builds on the new momentum. Once you know, all right, I see what's going on here. Now I got to make a choice. I got to go on this road or that road. And I got to stick with it. And I can't look back, right? So, okay, let's keep listening to see what they have more to say. It's an indication of split energy. And usually by the time you would describe it as fear, you focused upon something long enough that it got enough momentum going that you were then in the absence of your connection with source long enough that you were emptied out a little bit. That's not ever accurate. You're never emptied out, but you've pinched enough of it off for long enough that then it feels that more dramatic sensation. Law of attraction and momentum are the same word. <laughs> Doesn't everyone wish they had a telephone that would ring that long? <laughs> so when you feel fear, it means that you've focused in a way that is disallowing your alignment with who you are, but that you're doing it long enough that there's enough momentum going that it's sort of got hold of you. Fear only means you've got a habit of thought going that your inner being does not agree with. So can you pinpoint or you can speak it if you want to what thoughts you find yourself thinking when that fear is gripping you that the vision that i have for my life and for the future might not happen oh that's so good that is so good there is nothing in this world that we would rather that you feel fear about because what it means is you have a huge desire and thought in opposition of it feels awful. It also means that you have an inner being that absolutely does not agree with that thought. And when you do, you're just hanging out there on the raw and ragged edge because you're not including what your inner being thinks about it. That's all that it is. It means this is the bogusest of bogus thoughts. That's what it means. Oh man, that's so delicious, isn't it? The bogusness of bogus thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I have this great quote from Elizabeth Town, since you love the oldies too. I call them the um, metaphysical divas of yesteryear. And it's just a great quote I want to read to you. Fear is a great bugaboo. <laughs> and like most bogies, he's merely a shadow. No amount of fear will hinder your success if you will keep your eye on the stake you have set and keep sticking to it. 
I love it. I love it. Well said. And I just think it's it's so funny because you do, when you understand these laws and, and the divine grace of them, you can see that that's just a ghost and change that maybe you picked up when you were younger, maybe you picked up whoever along your trail, but it's nothing. It's a little man behind the curtain. It's, it's a ghost of your own creation. And what I love about fear, here's what I love about fear is in that moment, whatever thought I'm thinking, I know that my inner being, intelligence, source, all that is, God, is the opposite feeling. So if I'm off here worried about money or worried about paying a bill or worried about whatever, source is over there with my billion dollars having a great old time. And the worse I feel, the farther I have disconnected from the truth. And so it is so good to know that, to know the mechanics of that. So it says, well, what am I thinking right now? I'm thinking, well, what if I don't have enough or, you know, this, that, and the other. And then in that moment, I can just take a look down the other end of that stick and go, well, source is feeling the opposite of that. And which team do I want to play on? And it's cool to know that you can change your beliefs. I mean, it takes a little bit of effort. You have to start courting new thoughts that feel better because the old ones are just so comfortable with you. And I, t- I tend to think of thoughts and beliefs as their own entity, like a like a blob, <laughs> like a form of energy that clings to us. And, you know, we get used to having certain ones around and they just follow us around. And another thing is we pick up fear from other people. We pick up these thoughts. We're actually sponge-like and we're all affecting each other <laughs> unconsciously. But when we bring consciousness to it, we can decide what we choose to accept or not. Well said. And I think Abraham has been saying pretty clearly, and they said it again just a moment ago, that law of attraction and momentum are, are the same thing. So we're, tra- that. you know, we're attracting whatever we have been focusing on. And so to have that information and to know it's a pivot, it's a choice to let go of that. And, you know, it helps sometimes to know, oh, I, I picked that up in my childhood, or I picked that up last week when that person said this, that, the other, then, then you then you can just let it go. There's no dumpster diving there. There's no bottom to that bottom. It's something like, okay, I know where I picked that up, but now where am I? I love the F, my favorite F word, focus. (laughs) Where am I going to focus now? Yeah. Or what would I like to believe? Because any beliefs that you court and cultivate will become yours. You know, (laughs) who do I want to say goodbye to in terms of beliefs? And who do I want to say hello to and have new relationships with, you know? (laughs) I love Byron Katie's work around this, where she asked the four questions. And one of those are, well, who would I, who would I be if I didn't have that thought or belief? Yeah. Or who, or who am I with that thought or belief? And you kind of can sort of like pluck it off you and say, you know what, this is a choice. It's not who I am. It's not in my system. It's sort of stuck on to me. I can just pluck it right off. And I can see, oh, here, here's the person I am with this thought. And here's the person I'm, I'm without it. And I, oh, oh, it feels much better to be without that thought. So drop that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is so powerful. I'm so glad you brought up Byron Katie. I'm such a fan. I saw her live recently. And Because, well, sometimes, sometimes the so-called dumpster diving is really fruitful because you might realize, oh, who am I without the thought, you know, that there's not enough money? And you might realize like, oh, I was brought up in kind of a lower economic status and my parents believed that that was righteous. And I, sometimes you absorb their beliefs as a child. So they might be part of you that thinks that that makes you a good person to not have a lot of money, you know, <laughs> and you didn't realize it until you inquired a little bit. <laughs> and then you can be free of it. 
Yeah, my favorite is just one, we know it's bogus. And now that we know it's bogus, we can start to dissect it and be powerful in our dissection and kind of go, all right, this makes sense. But now I am free of the chains because it's not truth. That fear is not whatever I'm thinking behind that fear is not true. It's the opposite of that. And then what what I love is the cork bobs now, right? The cork is now bobbing. And now the momentum has shifted. And the law of attraction can now bring us more thoughts like that, like our, you know, our invincibleness, our ability to really have what we want. And the fact is, it's actually already here. We're just having fun bringing it into the delicious physical. When we start to move into the fact that it is already done, that if we have had the contrast and we've asked, it is already complete. And so it is our great joy to bring it into the physical. And our only job is to have fun on the way and to clear these kind of bugaboos, these little, you know, the little man behind the curtain, and we call him out, we tell him to go home because it no longer serves us. And they're you know, there was a time that perhaps it did, but it no longer serves us. And I love the clearing the house. Now, the good news is once we clear the house, it doesn't mean we have to go then go find the good stuff to come in. It just pops. It's like, hello, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you, you're you starting a raging party and all these cool people start filing in to join you. <laughs> yeah, I just I love the word alignment because I think ultimately, if we really get to the bottom of why we want anything It's because we want to feel good. And what that means is we want to feel aligned. We want to feel aligned with ourself and our higher being. And so if we know that, that that's all we really need to do is to get to that place of alignment and then let the universe unfold. And Abraham has a lot about, you know, you can co-create and get specific and, you know, really get in there and, and make things happen. And that's fun to a point, but then you can also just relax and know that source already has got your back. It, you know, it already knows what you've asked for. You do not have to ask again, and it can surprise and delight you and perhaps bring things that were even beyond your own understanding of what was possible. Oh yeah. It's always this or something even better. <laughs> I love that. So it's letting go of fear. Yeah. And or just accepting it and it'll it'll drop away on its own weight, you know, because fear is part of the earth life, the earth game. We're never going to, you know, be free of it like ego. It's kind of one and the same. You know, the way law of attraction and momentum are the same thing, like fear and ego are the same thing in my mind. (laughs) But we never get free of it. But if we learn to manage it and just not, in other words, don't be afraid of the fear. Don't believe in it. Just go, oh, that's a cute little fear. Thank you for trying to protect me. <laughs> I don't need that though. <laughs> you know? And you can spot it now too, especially in the media and online, you can kind of see people who like to use fear and you can kind of, you can, you can call out that charlatan and you can see that that is not based in the truth, capital T. And then it's something where you can actually watch fear happen without getting triggered by it. And you can even, you know, a lot of times when people first get into the law of attraction, they feel like they got to go bury their head so they're not, you know, affected by energy. But as we get our, you know, as we get our momentum on and we get our muscles working, we can stand and watch fear unfold in others and not be triggered by it and hold them with that sort of peace and understanding and knowing that there is a maturing of our relationship with source on all levels. And it's all good and it's all unfolding and it's not here for us to fix, but to just hold our stance of knowing and really hold that vibration and enjoy it. And then everything um, around us will start to shift. And and that's the exciting part. Well, believe it or not, we have come to the end of our podcast. Did that zip by or what? 
It did. We have so much to say. It's so much fun to be had. <laughs> well, there is endless knowing, and we thank you all for joining us on this Everyday Attraction, delicious morsel of, of time together. And Debbie Ann, thank you so much. If you'd like to know more about Debbie Ann's work, she is a coach and an author. You can check out her website at Debbie Ann with an I, DebbieAnn.com. And we also encourage you to check out our website at everydayattraction.com. And as always, we encourage you to just feel good, sister and brothers. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world.